Welcome to Great Match Generator on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I am your host, Danny Kukler, and I have Adam Yeri with me, as always. What's up, everybody? A lot has happened in the last three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. You have to go to do it. Oh. Uh, how was how like uh, I I swear to God I just want it every show now but like how was like how was AEW live? Oh, it was fantastic, and I met Cody, so <laughs> it was totally fantastic. Um, and I got to see Hangman return. It was a good pop. You couldn't hear Dan Lambert speak. <laughs> because the booze were raining down. Yeah, it that was incredible to watch, like on TV. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you got banned from Twitter. <laughs> I sure did. The uh, the, the fix it in. A lot, a lot came out in the wash on that one. That was, uh, that was that wild. Was an incident. That was that was a string of wrestling Twitter incidents over the <laughs> yeah. over the past yeah. like three three or four weeks. And I'm like, oh my god, people are reacting old tweets. I... But we're not that shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's well. Yeah, just but 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 this in result got Adam Yeri banned from Twitter, so we had to use a burner. Yeah, my burner is my new account, and I mean I've got I don't know like almost three hundred fifty followers back already, so that's good. But yeah, uh, fuck fuck that. <laughs> Fuck wrestling Twitter. Oh. Wrestling Twitter. Here's the thing I, I, I've done with wrestling Twitter. I avoid it. <laughs> like yeah. it's way. It just drags me in because I don't know. It 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 just drags me in because I don't know. I've got so many people like I use it for scoops and I use it for um you know to promote us. I use it to you know, like I get my promo codes, like my pre-sale codes through my DMs. I get pre-sale codes for every AEW show. <laughs> so it's just like, I can't get rid of it. No, you have to, it's a, it's a delicate balance. Yeah. You don't have to make every thought you have public. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know. You know me. I'm a bit of a madman on there, so. You are a bit of a madman, so. It is, it is you, but I'm like, the, then that some of these people are going to come after you. I'm like, why are you people coming after you? Are you exposed? I mean, <clears throat> they, yeah. They, I don't know. It's because of who I'm friends with, I guess. That's what I've always chalked it up to. Yeah, so. Enough about that shit. <laughs> yeah, let's get into some wrestling. Some, some let's great- get into some good ass wrestling this week. Holy fuck! This was, 
this is my favorite week. I mean, I know it's only been, we've done three episodes together. This was by far, like, even just looking at the match lineup, I was like, this is the one. Like, this one's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, this is this was fantastic. This was a fantastic week. Um, we are going to start with the French match because the uh, – Francis, Francis Sullivan and Albert Sainz versus Bernard Cacillard and versus Tony and versus Bernard Cacillard and Tony Marino. Um, and then we are going to change your way to 1990s All Japan, 1996 New Japan, and WWF as we go to Kenta Kobashi and versus Dan Crawford and Doug Furness from All Japan 525-92. New Japan, Jushin Liger versus Great Muta, and and from the Dome Show of 10-20-96, and Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. Even though they were calling Hell in the Cell. The entire, yeah. That's another, that, that's another, that's another digression. Um, from, from, Ten five ninety seven. So I just heard my roommate say, "Oh shit!" And here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So let's get into this French match here. Okay. Sullivan and. Um, so the heels were in the darker trunks, the faces were in the brighter trunks. I, so I figured that out when, okay, so I'm skipping ahead in my notes here, but there was like, what, even like with French commentary, which I don't know French at all, I. No, I didn't know French. I wasn't paying attention. I I took French I took French when I was in eighth grade, but I kept getting called to the principal's office every time I went to go to the class. So I just transferred to no a different. Shit. So um, yeah, so but there's a part towards uh, maybe two thirds of the way through where it's pretty clear they're doing like a heat segment, and I was like, oh yeah, the guys in the dark, they're they're the heels, like they're cutting the ring off. The refs admonishing them for kicking a guy while he's down. Like, I figured it out. And I really liked that stretch of the match, too. That leads to the hot tag. Yeah, that that, that was actually a really good segment right there. But this match, if you like work ready, go, go, go wrestling and thought it's only existed since 1995, no, boy, these French people are going to blow your freaking mind. Dude. That, I mean, just how athletic they were. They're giving us flips and all this other shit. And like these holds, exchanges, like, holy shit. I was stunned. I'm fresh off watching this, by the way. I just got done watching it like 20 minutes ago. And I'm still just aghast at this. Yeah, this was fantastic. Um, you had like, a, you had like, physicality was there the intensity was there of course with the grappling exchanges and the strikes um i was just 
like any European uppercuts. We we got a lot of European uppercuts. That's why they're called European uppercuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say the one thing: the finish came. The finish felt real abrupt. Yeah, that 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 thing. I, I was about to say the finish was abrupt, but overall. How can you hurt a French match from 1967 with a finish? Oh my yeah. god! I was like, well, and I, I, I kind of told you this like on the phone the other day. I was like, um, kind of hesitant to watch it because I was like, I, I don't know who who is. I don't know who's the babyface, who's the heel. Can't understand the commentary. Which I mean, I watch plenty of like old all Japan, like we'll get into later, and New Japan, and, and you know, yeah. with foreign. With, commentary in another language and I uh, but I, I know what Kobashi and Kakachi are. I know the background of that match. This was like me just plopping myself into a whole different era of wrestling and a whole, you know, and once I, once I watched it, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, this was awesome. Um, it, it was freaking bad. <laughs> I'm like, Yo, yeah. Um, what did what did you uh you told me on the phone? What what did you give this? Four and a quarter. I went four flat, but I mean that's the same thing. Yeah, these ratings are silly. Don't take them for what they are. Take them for what they are. Our well, I always I always just go with, you know, Dave always said and. There's a lot to be said about Meltzer, but like Dave always says, if we're within a quarter star of each other, we're not arguing. And yeah, that's yeah, we're sitting, you know, if you're in within a quarter or even a half of someone, you're really saying the same thing. So this just had so many amazing moments. The rapid fire, this yeah, match really spoke to me. I also, I also underrated the aspect of like the for its time aspect, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I probably didn't give it enough credit for that. Oh, yeah, this was very well-paced. Yeah. Yeah. Insanely well-paced for, like, what I was thinking of, like, uh, 19, what, 1967? Like, holy shit. Yeah. So... So we go to the best fucking match on this fucking thing. <laughs> Let's go. LFG, bro. Oh, this is a strong number one contender for greatest match ever. Yeah, this, I, I, I won't say what I think my favorite tag team match ever is. I'll tell you all fair. But when I watched this, I was like, this is like the easiest five I've ever slapped on anything. This is easily like, you can't, if you wanted to tell me it's the best tag team match ever or the best match ever, I'd be fine with it. Uh, holy shit. Uh, yeah. It's just everything that's done in wrestling and you're supposed to do in wrestling effectively done right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I can't remember the date on the match if you want to introduce it. It's Kobashi and Kikuchi versus Crawford and Furnace. 
All Japan, Kikuchi's hometown match. Crowd goes nuts. Oh, they're so into him. The heat is like next level. As soon as the match starts, like there was just such a palpable buzz. This was incredible. Just from go. Yeah. Just from go, this crowd brought it. And the best thing about the heat, like how much heat there was to it, like this wasn't like, you know how people are like, oh, uh, you know, they had an easy crowd. They worked an easy match. Not these guys. These guys went out there and worked their fucking asses off for that easy crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's easy calling it the greatest guy. You know all the time. It's the greatest way. It's like Southern tag wrestling done with a little Japanese flow. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's got, because it's got, I mean, it's got like the, the Southern heat, but it's also got like King's Road tri- like aspects and that type of work, those type of moves. Uh, you got, Kobashi out there throwing lariats to these massive pops. You've got, you know, uh, the the near fall pacing of you know your your average your normal. I don't want to say average. You know what I mean, though. All Japan '90s tag match. Um, yeah, just incredible stuff here. Yeah, just captivating. It's just very captivating. Let's see this wrestling done right. Yeah, uh, we. I mean, we say it all the time. When when wrestling's done right, it's the best shit ever. When it's you know, it, it's just incredible stuff. And this, I hadn't seen this in years, and I was just popping in my living room, just going crazy for this. Yeah. It was, it was very, you know what I would have missed. You know yeah. what. Yeah. Easy but five, I, easy five stars. Easy. It was the, it was the easiest five stars I'm getting. Yeah. I like, I always say, if you have to think like, although I'm kind of a coward when it comes to giving stuff five stars, because my role is if you have to think, it's another Dave thing. Uh, you know, if you have to think about it, it's probably a good chance you should go four and three quarters. But like, oh, this I didn't have to think about it at, at all. No, you don't think you just feel the energy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's just fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, I don't, I think I covered most of my notes. I didn't take a lot of notes for this because. No, I didn't take a lot of, I just freaking enjoyed this. Yeah. I'm not well, going to go move for move. What you need to do is click on this podcast, watch this match. Yeah. I, well, I take, like, I took a ton of notes for, uh, like, the, I took more notes for the Muda match and for the, the, the Hell in a Cell match. But, like, 
and that didn't ruin my enjoyment of it. It's just, this was just such big picture stuff. It's just like, like, oh yeah. If I, if I would have just wrote like the match down and then wrote heat, that would be a good, good summary of the match. Heat. It was just heat. Like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, as Hulk Hogan would say, heat brother. <laughs> brother. Yeah, so that, that, that's basically how that goes. Um, we go to Jushin Lager versus Great Muta from New Japan. I was about to say Old Japan, but. Um, I can't. Uh, have I ever, I don't think we've ever spoke about how much I love the Great Muta. You told me all there. Okay. So you see my Twitter profile picture now and my profile picture on Discord. I love the Great Muda. So I'm going to be biased. I know I end up giving this the same match rating as you, the same star rating as you. But God, I love the Great Muda. Like just watching him come out for this match, I'm like, that's one of the coolest wrestlers ever. Because he has like, not like, Steve Austin cool or The Rock cool. Like he has this aura about him that is just different. There's like this different feeling. Again, it's not like hometown baby. I don't know how to explain it. He just got this aura and it's incredible to watch. My note for this, and I think, I think. It was sports entertainment done better than WWE. That's a good take. I yeah, because it's it is like a spectacle match, but like it's an awesome fucking spectacle. Like holy fuck, there's so many cool moments in this. Mask wearing. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean that's that's like the famous one, but like the pile driver on the table yeah. uh muda doing the uh road warrior no sell on Liger's pile driver uh muda coming out with the broom because he was the original cleaner uh, <laughs> i was like kenny where did you get this from <laughs> i i think we talked about it on one of our shows or maybe it was off air I see a lot, like, people don't talk about it enough, but there is a lot of Muto slash Muda in what Kenny does. Yeah, it's just been, this is just fantastic. This is just fantastic. Easy to watch. Yeah, and I'm I'm just such, again, I'm biased i'm such a mark for muda and liger i mean i i fucking love liger too obviously but muda is just like my thing like that's just my guy that i like more than everyone else apparently to the point where like when people were slandering him for being noah champion i'm like hey fuck you buddy like i love muda don't you dare no slander allowed no muta slander around there will be no Muto slander. No, the Noah run said it stink. But, <laughs> but no Muto slander in terms of great matches. Yeah. So, so, like, 
did you give this? I know when you gave this to it. Yeah, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. So infectious. <laughs> so good. And then we go to Hell in a Cell. First ever Hell in a Cell. And my mom take on this is this age well, but didn't age well at the same time. I think something that like with the way it aged, there was just like I have a bunch, I took a lot of notes here. There's so many like um the back body like there's the back body drop. There's the over the top where Ticker throws them over the top. There's um, they there's uh, the slingshot into the cell. There's uh, just there, there's a I'm listing off spots that I saw a million times in different like WWE montages over the past right uh, you know quarter century and it's quarter just century like, it's been a quarter yeah. century yeah and so it's just like some of it was just like ah but yeah it does it does age well in some like the work there's a lot of small parts of the work that i didn't notice that age well like actually here's my hot take since we're we'll trade off our hot takes here so we talked off air about how this i don't think this is the best Shawn michaels match ever this is the best Shawn michaels performance ever I can see that. Because, like, you guys think, I, th I think, so we both kind of agreed that the Foley match from roughly a year prior. My games. It has my yeah. games in Philly. Yeah. And we both kind of said that that's probably the best match of Sean's career. But Foley is so incredible in that match. Because you could, and you can tell Mick went into it thinking, this is the biggest match of my life. And he treated it as such. Um, I would say this is the best Shawn Michaels performance ever. Yep. And this was basically this was basically legalized murder. <laughs> by yeah. the Undertaker. Okay. Actually, I have one more hot take. I'm so sorry. Since you brought that up. The, so he lets Undertaker beat the fuck out of him for a long time. And he all beat, I could think watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all I could think about watching it was, and I get Sean was a babyface when he wrestled Vader. But if he would have been like this for Vader, do you know how good that match at Survivor or uh, SummerSlam 96 could have been? Oh, that match could have been out of this world if Sean was this good. I know, uh, yeah. It, it was I'm big on this. Is this is not even the best Hell in a Cell match yet. Oh yeah, uh, tell them what you think the best Hell in a Cell match is. Taker Brock. I need to rewatch it soon. I remember liking it. I need to rewatch it because uh, that I think it's the best combination of both sides of the gimmick. Yeah. I could see. I mean, it's been a while, so I do need to rewatch it. So, yep. 
But this match is fantastic. I'm not saying yeah. any. Um, actually, okay, let's keep doing the takes here. Where does Kane's debut rank all time? Ooh. Ooh. I put it behind Jericho. I put it behind Jericho, yeah. But But there's not that many. Because even like, like I kind of thought about like Scott Hall slash Kevin Nash, their respective debuts, but those weren't like, they were big at the time, but they didn't feel, they didn't have the same vibe as this or the Jericho one. Burger's like, this is going to be me for the next 25 years, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a force for the next 25 years, and you're not, and you're going to like it. This Kane debut is like, It's, it's utterly insane. He like, it's just like, I, that's I the best Michael's blade job ever. Oh God, yeah. I uh, that's another note I had. Sean was fucking gushing. Also, you like uh, blood. Yeah, yeah. If you don't like blood, don't watch this match. Don't watch the the Taker Brock match because. There were points in the Taker Brock match where it was like boring, squirting out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, actually, I have one more note I want to uh, uh, get to, just so I can make this joke. So I'm watching the match, and Sean starts climbing the cell to get away from Undertaker, and all I could think about was. He's every white woman in a scary movie that climbs up the steps instead of like running out the front door. Ah, uh, yeah. There's nowhere to go up there. Yep. Exactly. And then, uh, and then uh, also, I the promo before was really good. I thought, speaking of Kenny, this would be a promo that Kenny. Like, Sean, Sean Michaels and Kenny Omega. Come on. Yeah. Um, Character-wise, do you... Okay, I... Oh, one... And another thing I had. Could you imagine the hissy fit Sean would have thrown if he would have... If the cage would have broke on him when he took, like, uh, the back body drop on top of the... Oh, <laughs> he would have. He, he would have shit. He would have sold everything. It would have been one of those fucking best moments ever. <laughs> like, I, I don't right. want him to get hurt. I don't want him to get hurt. I guess, but like, it's just like the hilarity that would have ensued would have been so good. Yeah, this is peak. Um, Hissy Fitch, Sean Michaels. Yeah. Hissy Fitch, Sean Michaels. This is the month for the screwdriver. That's, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, we're right around the time where Brett's like, oh, it's my honor to put you over. And Sean's like, well, if it was me, I wouldn't do the same thing, Jack. 
Um, I went four and three quarters. Yeah, uh, same. <laughs> I I don't know why I couldn't go a full five. I just didn't. I don't know. I, it might have been like that little segment where Slaughter's coming out to check on the ref, and it kind of distracted me, took me out of oh, it. Oh, yeah, that distracted I like the attention detail this company used to do, like searching under yeah. the ring for for yeah. any constituents. Yeah. Like, this is the attention detail we want! This, this I mean, so someone, someone on my timeline today tweeted about, like, the further we get away from Briscoe and Patterson and Arne, even someone, you know, like Arne Anderson being around Vince, the more you see how important they were. And um, everyone check out uh, David Bickenspan's article about uh, Pat Patterson, by the way. Um, but uh, Pat Patterson's like the most underrated person in WWF slash E history, because that's like the attention to detail stuff, the, the wrestling, wrestling stuff, that was all Patterson back then. And yeah, just wanted to put that out there. That it's in, yeah. Like, yeah, the further we get away from that and the further we get into Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn, uh, we've got real problems over there. Yeah. So, we go from this brutality to shoot style next week. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, and we also got Bruno Sammartino. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. We get Bret Hart, but we get Bruno Sammartino. We, I, uh, I can't wait to watch this Bret match. Uh, that's another guy. Uh, you guys can probably tell by how I talk about Sean. Brett is another guy I'll always be very biased towards. And I am unapologetic for that because he's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Yep. Amen. Um, no, but he told Takata, what am I saying? Um, <laughs> Brett Yoshiaki Fujiwara from 102589 UWF. Then we have Brett Hart versus Diesel, the aforementioned Brett Hart. WWF 1995 Survivor Series, no hold barred. Then we have Kiyoshi Tamura versus Mikawai. I'm not gonna even pronounce his last name. I'll, um, there's people I can ask for the pronunciation if we have to. Kiyukiline. <laughs> that's my that's my attempt. Um, rings 121-1998. And then Bruno San Martino versus Superstar Billy Graham from 1976. It won't be paced like that French monster. Right. Very WWF big man style. Yeah. That's the senior era WWF. Plugs. You need to plug your new Twitter, by the way. Oh yeah, um, at Adam Yuri four, Adam, pretty easy. Uh, Yuri Y E A R Y four, 
apparently after I started my account with my middle initial in it, there was three different Adam Yuri's that also started accounts, actually four. So I ended up with Adam Yuri four as my burner, which is now my new actual personal Twitter account. You do Chris Kelly being nasty. Hey, hey, I, hey, I'm not. Hey, I said it. I said Fuck him. Fuck Chris Kelly. And fuck Joey Ryan. Those are the most important things I'll ever say on a podcast. Fuck Joey Ryan. <laughs> oh, we're, get, we're getting in trouble with this podcast, but I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> it's, I mean, there's no defending Joey Ryan. There's no, no there's def- not. There's no defending his ally. I, I don't even want to cut this promo or whatever. I don't want to get into this. Cut the promo. God damn it. This, yeah, I, I've said all I need to say, and um, these people can play victim all they want. Um, they can suspend their account all they want. Uh, DVD Wrestling, or whatever his name is. Ray Wrestling. Belter uh, says what? Betamax. What a fucking twat. Uh, At least I yeah. put my face to my Twitter. Boom. I well, I shit. I put my face in my Twitter, and I have to deal with people like um, whatever his name is, Junkie or whatever his name is, posting pictures of me. It's just fine. See, see all the pictures of me. It's fine. It's weird. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, because thing. people are weird, dude. People are freaking weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Enough of that. Uh, what? Well, you have a new Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, ha- I had to have you put that promo. <laughs> and I have uh, some other content I'm going to start working on. I'm brainstorming with my guy, Dylan Hughes, tonight. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do, it's going to be history pieces mixed with some new stuff. But uh, it's like uh, bigger picture stuff, like... Uh, Stories, stories more so than a match review pod. I have this as my outlet for that. Yeah, um, of course you do. I appreciate all of you who listened. I appreciate Danny for dealing with my nonsense because I am. Um, oh my God. Yeah, I've got to be like the worst person. I, okay, so I've listened to Between the Sheets for years and how Zellner feels about Vix is how you have to feel about me because it's just like, Adam, what are you getting into now? I am sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I have to do. Those are yeah. Like- uh, yeah, thank you all. I love you all. Oh, yeah, uh, we love you too. <laughs> and this will continue to be a blast. Yeah, DJZ Kooks on Twitter, at Social Suplex on Twitter. We got a shout out on Parkinson's Network. Damn. And peace. Get out. Peace out.